How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. This is Joe. Pantoliano, Joey Pants, and I am here at the request of MOB. Keep up the good work. Harkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. Bedard and Kurashev. Bedard fires. Blocked into the paint or just off it. It's taken by Graves. Good keep in there. By Korczynski. Bedard, open ice. The pass to Kurashev. He scores. Hawks are in. So the Blackhawks lost last night. Connor Bedard is back. Welcome to the NFL, Connor. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Uh, (laughs) And I'm going tomorrow, and I'm taking Owen, and I'm very excited about it. You should be. Want to open up phone lines, too. 312-644-6767. Stories of first sporting events with children uh, that did not go exactly according to plan. We can get into that. Oh, it feels like a Friday phone. Oh, okay. Not, it's kind, I can see that. I didn't kind, even think about that. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, I like it. But but I, I want to, like, so that's the intro, but I also want to, like, pause because we have some breaking news here. So we're going to kind of be spinning two plates at the same time here. Uh, Cranes is reporting. I, I know, exactly. How Jerry Reinsdorf plans to pay for the new stadium. The headline, Reinsdorf confident White Sox will get $1 billion subsidy for new South Lot Stadium. Chicago White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf is preparing to ask Governor J.B. Pritzker and other state leaders for roughly $1 billion in public money to build his team a new home in the South Loop. In case anyone doesn't remember what the word subsidy means, it's a sum of money granted by the government or a public body to assist an industry or business so that the price of a commodity or service may remain low or competitive. How about that? Hmm. Haven't had a chance to read it yet. I am locked out of my crane subscription at the moment, so I don't have all the details, but $1 billion in public money asking the governor of Illinois for it. That's that public money. Speaks, you should read it. It says you're paying for it. Again, thank you. So generous, hey, man. Dude. Thank you. Know, you. It all thank started you. that night that I picked up dinner at Rosemary. I felt good about that, and it led me to feel good about myself. So now I want to pick up uh, stadium costs for, for most teams. I'll do the Bears, too. You know what I mean? Let's double up. <laughs> we knew you would. Hey, we man. Didn't know how to ask. generous guy. See how much money you save when you don't buy scotch or whiskey? <laughs> it's true. It just adds up. Your bank account blows up. You're paying for an MLB stadium. The only bottle of brown liquor that I've bought this year is in Tanny's Locker. Love that. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Good job. And that's just for us on a Wani Thursday. Do we believe him, by the way? 
I mean, I don't think he'd lie. I, I don't think so either. I, I no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two to one. Two to one. I thought Tanny was my guy, too. I thought it's, it's hey, I gave you the locker space, okay? I'm not charging you for it. Just leave it at that. <laughs> Everybody can be anyone's guy until a moment's notice. That's and true. It, and then it changes. That's how it works. But that's not going to go over very well. No, it nor, really isn't. Nor is it surprising, man. Said it all along. <laughs> if Jerry Jones needed and took and got public money to pay for it, there's always going to be public money attached to this thing. It's just the truth. Yeah. I, I, I need to read it to, to understand how it is either the same or different from the, the, the knowledge that, uh, that I had gleaned over the past couple of months. So I got to figure yeah. out exactly what it is. I don't want to comment too much on it because the, because the thing that Manfred had laid out with the 2% hotel tax is, you know, city related. This is now him saying he's going to the state. Yeah. So he's going to be relying on the politicians of the entire state. I that that's going to be a very tough ask. I'm surprised to see that as the ask. Yeah. I, if that's what it is on the face. of. Yeah. So we'll we'll get more information as we go. But that story is out there. Don't want you to think that uh, we're ignoring it. But so this will not be. This will not be Owen's first sporting event. He's been to Wrigley two or three times because uh, I was not there for, for. No, yeah, he's been he's been to Wrigley twice. Remind people your diaper bag alternative for that first trip to Wrigley. You mean that I didn't bring one? Yeah, you stuffed diapers, bottles of water, and his food in all your shorts pockets. I know. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the truth was what I underestimated was the water situation for him. And gave him peanuts. And so he was so thirsty. At the end of the game, he was like, Dad, where is the car? It's like, buddy, we got to walk a few blocks. I'm so sorry. And I ended up carrying him back to the car uh, in, in order to, which is fine. I mean, he was like a little under three uh, at the time. So it was where's a little, my time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where's the, he was asking the whole time. Where's the person who takes better care of me? Uh, <laughs> where, where, where's my actual parent? Where's the person who's actually prepared uh, for this? But he loved it, man. That, that was a, that was a great. That was one of my favorite days of dadding. We 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 showed up in the third inning, and I you know I sing, take me out to the ball game to him at night, and so he, we stayed through what he would call the baseball song. He couldn't believe that the whole stadium sang the baseball song. It's pretty he, cool. He met our number one listener, Clark the Cub. Uh-huh. He had a hot dog. He had peanuts. He thought he just he thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Wow. And it it wasn't you know. It was it was crowded. It was Wrigley, but you know we sat in the in the two hundred level, um, like kind of no no one six seats to the left of us, no one a couple seats to the right of us. So we had ability to like get up and stretch his legs. He wasn't confined. He didn't mm-hmm. feel claustrophobic in any way. It's not that loud. It was it was truly great. I'm a little little worried for a sold out Hawks game on a Saturday. Well, let me say first of all that hearing you talk about that, it it makes anybody with a child who has reached an older age feel a little wistful and a little a little envious because those those times those are absolute freaking magic. Well, he's at, he's already asking because he loves trains so much and uh when Steph took him to the game when I was out of town with one of her girlfriends and and her son, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they took the red line. Same thing. They got their second or third inning so that they weren't riding the red line with everybody and a, and a three-year-old. But he thought that was part of the ball game experience. Yeah, it was train, baseball game, hot dog, you know what? baseball song. Take him on a bus to the United Center. Go ahead. 
I think I'm going to just drive and oh, park really? right next to the stadium. That's a choice. Yeah, I think I'm going to just park right next door. Well, see here, so here's the thing about the Blackhawks game. You got to get there early because the feeling of the national anthem in that building Oh, will resonate. That's a, that's a good point. No, you have you have to get there early and 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 let him see, especially for you know a Blackhawks game or a Bulls game. Let him see all of the team sanctioned promo stuff that's on the big screen, like the good media that they produce and the hard work of of that and all the pageantry and just like let him notice that there's right. a, there's a carpet on the ice. What the hell is that about? Let him be confused by all the weird things at the beginning of a hockey game. It's a good point. And, I, and, I, especially I, the anthem because it, it, it still carries and resonates beautifully in that building. Well, he doesn't know. I mean, it might be the first time he's ever heard the anthem. Like, when when has he heard an why, anthem? What? Why you haven't been playing it for him all along? What's, well, how's he going to know? Why do you hate America? I, why, why would he have ever heard yeah, the anthem? They, they don't hear it until they're, like, in school, right? Like... Why would you have ever heard well, the anthem? Because because you game. play it you play it every morning yeah. as you raise the flag in <laughs> yeah. your backyard. Obviously, one would assume but he doesn't know about the rockets and their red glare. I don't think so. Nor the bombs that burst uh, in air. Has he ever even seen the dawn's early light? I don't think so. Wait, we have a violent national anthem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> weird lyrics. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you really think about it. Really, really weird lyrics. Yeah, this country born out of some violence. Yeah. Go back and read your history. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Bernstein tells a really good story about how it was the first song he made uh, Zoe and, and uh, what's the uh, Jason listened to out of the womb. Yeah, famously, he loves yeah. America. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, Bernstein, loves that. He, he tells that story. I bet he'll tell it again on, yeah. on Tuesday. And he also, like, <laughs> it was the twofer. It was that one and I'm Proud to be American by Lee Greenwood. Right. Just played those, those two. Those were the two. Like, and courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by the very late Toby, Toby Keith. Keith. Rest in peace and peace, by the way. I mean, I don't know if he's very late. <laughs> All right, so good point. So Cancer I'm a, sucks. I'm a little. Yeah, it does. What do you think about it's sensory overload because the first time he did monster trucks, he loved it. Second time he was pretty not thrilled with the noise and everything that came with it. And we just did Disney on ice and he loved it. I'm telling you to go early, but that might mean you're leaving early. Yeah. Yeah. You're worried about that? A little worried about it. It, It's a lot. It's a lot. Loud noise, loud music. Uh, the 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 horn after a goal kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's loud for That's me. True, yeah. That's the beautiful thing about hockey, though, those intermissions. It seems like the game's over when it may not be over. That's true. Everyone getting up, and oh, he may be right. Okay, we're going now? Like, yeah, I guess we are. <laughs> yeah. You know? I definitely don't. Anticipate us staying all three periods. Well, I was just gonna say we need to uh, let let's play some bets here as your your friendly showmates. How long do Danny and Owen last at the hockey game? Do they make it to the second period? No. <laughs> wow. I I think they're out of their second intermission. I, th- I think that's a good call. Yeah, that's, that's the over under for sure. Is the second intermission? Shane's taking the under. You're taking the well, under. Well, I think you should set it halfway through the second period. Yeah. It should be the over-under. I'll right. take They're the, the under. gambling guys, by the way. Right. So, yeah. ha- ha- so that's halfway. Yeah. So do, right. Do, so you're saying, that's, do I make it to the, the second intermission? That's halfway through the game. I think I'll he's take gonna, the under. I'll take the over. I, I think he's going to make it to the second intermission. You have too much faith in Owen, and you always have. <laughs> yeah. Famously. I really do. I, I you guys should bring the headphones? I rely on Owen for, for you a lot him. of stuff. For him. Yeah, for him, you should. Bring the headphones. It's not that loud there. Uh, the muting headphones? Yes, I, I, I think you should. Yeah. The only thing is I don't want him to be dependent on them. Like, I want him to have them as an option, but not going in, like, thinking that he needs them. Well, bring them in a bag. Are you bringing a bag this yeah, I'll time? Yeah, I'll bring a bag. Oh, that's a good call. I'll bring a bag. Yeah, yeah can... bring, it doesn't hurt to bring them in. Also, like, it, 
dependent or not, he may feel like he needs them and wants them to make him feel more comfortable. Well, so, then I will that, give them to that's him. that's okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no, of, 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 cor- of course. Uh, of course it is. Danny's going to let him cry it out. No, 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 no. Yeah, it sounds like a little boomer parenting from Danny. No, Danny's like, do I have to carry these damn headphones? Or what? <laughs> no, so no, 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 no. That's not what it is at all. I'm saying, I'm saying that I, in my experience, sometimes it's like, it's like if your kid falls and you react like it was supposed to hurt them, then that's when they cry. Mm-hmm. If I, if you go in with like, hey, it's going to be so loud and scary, here are these headphones, it makes it more likely that it will be loud and scary. Well, no, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying there, but bring them, though. And I like, will hey, bring them. Hey, buddy, how you doing? A little loud? Uh, yeah, if they're loud, hey, if, if he says it's loud, yeah, put it's them just, on. It I'm will just, be loud, yeah. Yeah, so. that, right. Okay. Where, where's where's Marta sitting? In the 300 no, level? It's just me and Owen. Oh, Where's Marta? Just me and Owen. <laughs> just gonna, come on and shoot the puck. Oh, man, we should. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Gene Honda's still there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Marta. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. He is still there, and he sounds freaking great. That'd be great. Gene, no way. He, he just sounds like sports, man. Gets y'all, gets y'all happy and revved up for it. Uh, my buddy, the guy who I wrote the book with, uh, Pipeline of the Pros, available for pre-order now, uh, he obviously, massive basketball fan, took his oldest son. He was like, all right, I'm going to take him to a Sky game first and then take him to a, a Bulls game. Like he's taking him to some high school games. He's like, I'm like going to work him up to, to the Bulls game because of what we're talking about. You're paying the money for the tickets and the noise and the overload and all that. He's like, I want to be sure that he'll like it and be excited and appreciate it. They go to the Sky game. In the first quarter, the kid is so uninterested in the game. Mm. All he wanted to do was ride the escalators. Oh, yeah. He said for two quarters, they rode the escalators and had ice cream and then bounced. <laughs> that's how I, I, that's what I'm anticipating. Like not that I'll be devastated if I miss the hockey, but I just, I, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hoping that he gets into it. All right. Well, a couple things. First of all, there is that fine line of, you know, forcing your child to experience something as you're trying to expose them to something. Yeah. You know, and but also kind of allowing them to be comfortable. And I lean towards forcing the child to experience something uh, for the sake of of exposure and learning overall, even if it means they, they, they're they a little unhappy with me and maybe they get over that hump. The, the second thing, though, is... You should be looking forward to the hockey, man. Connor Bedard. Oh no, I know, but I'm saying crazy fun to I, watch. No, I, I know, I, I, I know. I'm thrilled that Bedard is back. I was talking to stuff about it last night. I'm like, hey, now there's actually something for me to watch. I, I am, ex- I am excited about. It. I'm yep. saying, if he wants to leave before the game is over, yeah, no, you're fine. It's, with it's, that. it's gonna be, it's gonna be fine. If he wants to, he, he's very excited for the soft serve ice cream. Sure. So you know, I mean, if if that has to happen, not at an intermission because yep. the lines are shorter or whatever. That, that's going to be great. Text- but I, I do think that there's a solid amount of disaster potential here. Yeah, textures with a couple of thoughts. Here's one. Don't worry. The Hawks won't score, so you won't have to worry about the goal horns. You'll oh, be okay. All right. Good that, point. That's a nice thing. Yeah. And then, um, then here's this one. Get there right when the doors open and go all the way down as close as you can so he can see the players skating around at the beginning as they're warming up. That's a good idea. The only problem with that is it just makes the day really long. He's four. The attention span, he's not He's not eight, he's not ten, he's not, like, into sports. Yeah, well, you get you, there before, you're just showing him stuff. You're going to get there before the anthem, right? No, I, you know, you, you've mentioned the anthem. I got to get there before. I hadn't considered it, but you're, you're also, right. Also, reminder, they're playing Edmonton, so you have to get there for the Canadian anthem, too. Oh, he's got yeah. Yeah. both. Oh, Canada. <clears throat> yeah, good point. A little, little uh, Con- Connor McDavid, too. Hot Connor on Connor action. That's what Danny gets. Is you that should, right? You should go for the, uh, the anthem. No, they're, they're playing Ottawa. 
they're, they're not playing. Play- I thought they were playing Edmonton. No, they're playing. They're playing Ottawa. Dude, those provinces don't matter. Yeah, no, but, but but it's not McDavid. Tree syrup. St- still the Canadian anthem. No McDavid. And if you think I can name a player on Ottawa, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, we can do way better on U.S. Senators than we can Ottawa, Ottawa Senators. There's- I don't know if I can name anyone. <laughs> but I mean, some some of these texter disaster kids Dick are. Durbin. T- took my boys, they're 10 and 8 to their first Bears game. It turned out to be the Bear NATO game against the Ravens, where they evacuated everyone to the concourse. <laughs> we stood there for an hour before I made the executive decision to leave to get back to the North Burbs. We made it home for the second half. Yeah, if there's an evacuation there, I will not be waiting it out for an hour. Pete in Buffalo Grove, we got a disaster story on your kids' first sporting event? Uh, yeah, hey, so um, my wife, for context, has worked for Northwestern, the un- the university and the hospital system, for uh, almost 30 years. And they were honoring her uh, for her 25th year during the halftime of a Northwestern Penn State football game in Evanston. And so we were all there as a family. We were hosts of the university. We were having a great time. We took my young son and my younger daughter uh, had the whole experience, had all kinds of soft drinks and, and snacks and all this stuff. And it comes to halftime where my wife is supposed to, like, appear on the field, be given an award, oh boy. be on television, be up on the screen. And the whole entire place is packed and ready to watch this. We're all brought down there as a family. And my daughter has a huge diaper blowout right <laughs> as we're supposed to go out, right? And so um, I'm like, okay. Uh, so um, I was, t- I went off with her. My son was left with my wife. Um, and like, it, they kind of now here with her family. And they turned and we weren't there. We were, oh, we were off. To the oh. side. I was, I'm cleaning the, you know, I'm cleaning her up in the background, you know, and yeah. um, my wife got her award, but, you know, we, we, we were not there to support her and stand there and so i I mean that's pretty it's it's a crappy yeah yeah yeah, it's a bad yeah yeah Uh, yeah. but that deserved a rim shot but that's okay that is okay you did what you had to do yeah good job i mean seriously but i mean prior and it's a great story you'll tell it forever and you'll make your daughter you know take good care of you when you're old and decrepit because of that Uh, yeah there's no but you know what that that did make me feel better there's no way this could go worse. It's impossible. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be on the ice for an award. Yet. <laughs> right, that's true. You never know, dude. People are always trying to give you awards. Always. I'm just batting them away. Shane, those are... Greg Hill's going to th- be there. Those aren't awards. They always are trying to give him something. But. Oh, thank you. Well, I thought tonight Barrett Sports Media was presenting the top major market afternoon shows at the Hawks game or tomorrow. I'm sorry. Tomorrow. Yeah. That are going to the Hawks games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That'll be a blog tomorrow. You, you know, we got it. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be hilarious. Uh, it's an all timer from Tandy. The, the, the Hawks getting the first crack though at his fandom, no afternoon bulls game the whole season, 41 games. Earliest tip off was a six o'clock game early in the season. Really? For a home game. Yeah. No no weekend afternoon game, no weekday whatever for a holiday, no Dr. King Day game, no mm-hmm. nothing, no President's Day game, no home game during the afternoon all season for the Bulls. Are you gonna, sucks. Are you going to walk him through the uh, the team store, give him the opportunity to buy something? 
I mean, you know. If he falls for it. What do you mean? You mean, uh, uh, come on, take the kid. He's going to want a little Tommy Hawk to take home. Come on. <laughs> Probably a little Tommy Hawk to take home. Probably a little Tommy Hawk. I think, I think I'm going going to do like the, the Target Blackhawks hoodie so he shows up in gear and then he can get a on, get dude. a souvenir at the game. He doesn't Target, need the, the Nick- Blackhawks team store is literally right down the street. It's at Michigan and Wacker. <laughs> yeah, there's one there. Massive. Well, Dan- yeah. Danny's Mitch was made just a deal. Over there today. Danny's made a deal with Fanatics. So <laughs> they, oh. it, they look like replicas, but those are the officials. So it's a Blackhawks logo painted on a napkin. <laughs> yeah, and you just wear it. <laughs> Why does it say Schmoen on the back? <laughs> <laughs> in giant letters that go around the number. Connor Breitbart. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so all right, so what could go wrong? Yeah, it'll be a great time. It'll be great. It'll be a great time. It should be a great time. He's gonna be cold, you know. It's cold in there. That's why we're wear a hoodie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wear wear a Blackhawks hoodie. Blackhawks hoodie. But you don't think it'll be cold? It's not cold in there. It's, it's kind of cold. Does it? Look, it's a little chilly. Oh, there's ice. All right, Tandy and I had the same thought, so I'm not alone. Yeah, it's been a while, I mean, since I've sat there in Hochberg seats, nice and, you know, down low there. Uh, hi, David. Uh, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> it being particularly cold. I found, it, I found it a little chilly. He'll wear a hoodie. He'll be fine. Yeah, get a little headphone action, some, some ice cream. It's going to be a great, great. And Connor Bedard. Connor I'm Bedard. 15 years when he's going to Hawks games all the time. I'll be I like, hey. There. You were his first game was Bedard's rookie year. Yep. Um, I took Ruben to a Blackhawks and Rangers game in New York when me and Danny Mack were on a trip and he was in diapers. He has uh, absolutely no memory of it whatsoever. Well, yeah, Mack yeah. or Ruben? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. And I changed both their diapers. <laughs> two, as oh, necessary. No. two people in diapers. <laughs> Mac had a blowout. <laughs> he did. See Matt Spiegel's son, yeah. Ruben, over there. Yeah, he just he doesn't like you know, sports stuff anymore. The reaction to this Crane's business story online is pretty hilarious. And uh, also, he's 18-year-old, man. Connor Bedard, tough guy. But people all sometimes have a problem with it for some reason. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Doing it and doing it and doing it. Afternoons on the score. Now I've lost my train of thought. I feel like Mitch McConnell. All right, so we just got access to this Cranes business story that broke within the last 30 minutes or so. Chicago White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf is preparing to ask Governor Pritzker and other state leaders for roughly $1 billion in public money to build his team a new home in the South Loop. While Pritzker has been dismissive of using tax dollars to subsidize a new stadium for a team worth billions, even before the bonds that paid for the team's current Southside home are paid off, he has yet to rule out anything until learning of the team's detailed financial plan. Reinsdorf and related Midwest president Kurt Bailey, the developer of the 78 site where the stadium would be built, have been meeting with elected officials and business and labor leaders to gin up enthusiasm for the deal before meeting with the governor. This seems like a key sentence here to me. The two are bullish they can win state support by arguing the stadium subsidies will bring along billions more in private investment, and the deal is structured in a way to not require new or increased taxes. Yeah. So, so that's obviously team-slanted stuff, basically saying, hey, pay for the stadium – and we'll get private investors to build everything else to develop the site. The mixed-use buildings with the affordable housing, the bars, the restaurants, 4,000-spot underground garage and parks, all that, all that kind of stuff. 
This is about dealing with the Illinois Sports Facilities Authority because it continues later. The proposed deal would also get the city off the hook for being the guarantor of the current debt arrangement with the Illinois Sports Facilities Authority, or ISFA, to pay for the 2003 renovation of Soldier Field. And so this is that 2% hotel tax to pay for the new stadium. Reinsdorf seeking to lay claim to the revenue from a 2% hotel occupancy tax currently used to pay for the ISFA's annual debt service for decades beyond when all outstanding bonds are currently meant to be paid off in 2034. So this is what Rob Manfred had described um, as the transfer of that 2% hotel tax through the loophole that we've been talking about that is available at the end of uh, 2024. But it also lists another subsidy, um, uh, you know, a little another subsidy to to create um, businesses there on the grounds. This is well. the the other The other thing is in the in the middle of the second page. Yeah. Um, it kind of speaks to the thing that you were talking about last week. Uh, basically, when they develop it, they think that they will be able to get about four hundred million in sales tax revenue generated over an undisclosed period of time, of course, but that that money, in addition to the subsidy, will get the the team in the ballpark of the mm-hmm. $1.2 billion in assistance Reinsdorf is seeking. So Reinsdorf is apparently looking for $1.2 billion in assistance for a ballpark <laughs> with a capacity of between thirty five and 38000 So that's another detail, capacity of thirty five to 38000 And... The deal would potentially box out the Bears from tapping into the ISFA to pay for the new stadium they are exploring along the lakefront. Sources familiar with both teams' plans say the two are not working together to find stadium deals, but in competition to be the recipient for whatever appetite there is in the state to use public dollars for new stadiums. So that's what you were talking about there you go. last week. So that backs up what I had said about the race that is going on. They're not both going to get this done. One of them will get this done. So basically that means it can't. If, it, if it's it, within the city. If it's within the city, South Loop and the 78 both can't happen, at least in terms of any public funding with that 2% hotel occupancy tax. This is all going to come down to how much public voting is involved, how much public thought is uh, is going to be leaned on by the governor and by the ISFA because the White Sox are in a horrific position to win over the public <laughs> at this point. If they're going to need voting or need public opinion to be in their favor, that's going to be a very, very tough ask. If it's if it's if it's something where you're just kind of moving one you know line item in the ISFA over and it's advantageous to the city, which the first part of this intimates that it's advantageous to the city to get that moved over and it's paid for by the state in that way, then you could have a little bit of a battle between city and state in in that way as well. So it says that Reinsdorf has not met with Pritzker yet, and Pritzker seems unlikely to meet with him until he has a fully baked plan to build the stadium. State President Don Harmon and House Speaker Chris Welch have had meetings, but neither are ready to voice support for the deal until the White Sox lay all of their cards on the table, according to their offices. Yeah. Yeah. It, look, it, if it's going to end I mean, up one point two billion in, uh, in subsidies, that's not going to that's going to really hurt public approval. Man, that's going to really, really hurt, and it's going to be the kind of thing that look. 
they're making this last-ditch effort to do the stadium and do, you know, perhaps what they should have tried to do much, much better when they failed decades ago. And if this if this doesn't work, then I think you're looking at a sale and who the hell knows what happens to the White Sox. If, the, if this doesn't happen, then they'll just sell to, you know, whoever wants them and they could move them anywhere they want to move them if they don't believe that, you know, two two teams in Chicago is tenable. The old, we tried to build this thing as a texter saying, we tried, hello, Nashville. Yep. I don't think that Jerry's going to, I don't think that's happening. I said, yep, too fast. We tried, now good luck to the next owner. You know, we tried, we'll just wait it out and wait until Jerry passes here at our existing stadium. We'll sell to whoever the highest bidder and yeah. whatever that person wants to do with the team, then so be it. And we'll be but a, they, we'll, it, could, it could still be a contingent sale. It, it, it could you be. Could, you could have a contingent sale of, you know, we'll sell the team, but it's got to be. You got to keep it in Chicago on the south side. But in terms of his legacy and what he wants to be able to say and what the organization could say is like, look, we tried to do something and keep this franchise in Chicago. And now we just have to hope that the new owners do the right thing because you guys didn't want us to do it. You know, yeah. so that 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 kind of thing, this pretty, uh, pretty crafty timing, though, for this Cranes article, whew. the old Friday afternoon. Oh, by the way. $1.2 billion in assistance yeah. would be nice for our stadium. Let, let's, put, let's put a couple things together here. Cranes is the, is the outlet that floated the Bears' focus. Really is. It really is indeed in the South Loop. Yeah. And now Cranes is floating this, which just looks horrendous for the White Sox. The way that it's phrased... Because there is a component of this has been out there of what the sales tax would be and, you know, how that transfer would happen. But when you put it as cleanly plain as this, asking for a billion in public money. Hey, can we have that? Like, of course, you're getting a horrific anti-White Sox um, reaction here. And it's just it's just interesting. They the pro bears slant of the previous crane article and then the anti-White Sox slant of this one is interesting to me. Um. That, that's an that's an interesting read. Was the was the Bears one pro Bears or pro Chicago? It was pro Bears leverage or pro Bears possibility. When most people think that Arlington Heights is overwhelmingly likely because they've already paid for the yeah. land and 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 it's a negotiating ploy. That seems to be going poorly. Also, they lost the uh, <laughs> the, the tax thing. Yeah, I mean it's not final. They've got appeals processes and all of that. They can still negotiate. I think through tomorrow. Hmm. But yeah, that one seems to be going poorly as well. You know, here's the thing. It's kind of broke, the city. You know, it's not not doing great mm-hmm. financially. So these teams that are worth billions. White Sox, if they get sold, would probably be sold for, what do you think, a couple billion, two billion, something like that? Bears, if they ever got sold, would be north of six. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of sentiment for a city that's got some serious financial problems to be like, to, 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 leak, pub, uh, to leak positive things. It's not a pos- it's not a popular political thing. No, not like, at it, all. You know what I mean? It, w- it wouldn't be popular for the Cubs. It wasn't. I, they, well, I know they. That's what I'm saying. They, they, got, they, they didn't. They, they did it all themselves. They got nothing. That's, so, so, that's so, a very instructive. That's a much more respected um, franchise in terms of local politics and such. And they got nothing. But so that's my point. So when you say like 
pro-Bears or anti Like, If the truth is the Sox need public funding beyond that 2% occupancy tax, that would be presented negatively if it was the Cubs, the Bears, the White Sox, the Bulls, Bozo the Clown. How Lurie Children's Hospital. You know what I mean? Like think of like the most like esteemed institution in the city that everybody agrees with. And no one's like, yeah, let's just give you an extra billion too. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not it's not it's not a popular sentiment right now. I hear you. I just I'm really interested to see if this plays out like the race that I had described last week, and this kind of emboldens some of that. I'll be interested if the it, if if the bears ask to the state government is is quoted as less or framed as less, I'll be interested to see like how those that 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 bit of machinery gets working more I, if it does. Th- I think the bears are in a little bit of a tough spot here. I think they're going to have to pay a tax bill that's higher than they want to. Which you know what that makes them a resident of Cook <laughs> County. My property tax bill went up. I cried. A tear, a single tear. Like a Chris Jones tear because it was yeah, so emotional about A single tear formed and dropped down my cheek <laughs> when Steph told me what our property back uh, tax bill went up this year. So, yeah, welcome to the party, pal. You know what? Like, the Bears announced what they wanted to do and then bought a parcel of land. That's what I'm and, saying. And, yeah. So, and the, so. I know. I just, I just tough, wonder if this is them and, and Kevin Warren swimming. You know, swimming, swimming towards, uh, trying to swim more towards leverage. I know. I, I think, of course, it is. But what I'm saying is, tough. How would you build a stadium in the South Lot and not have the same problems that you have now, in terms of access, in terms of owning it? You don't own it now. Hmm. George Lucas couldn't do it privately for yeah. his museum. It would be the same problem. It's it's going to be an incredibly tough sell because both is of like, these are not easy. No, and, and the South Loop, the South Loop's doing okay. It's taken a long time for the South Loop to be the kind of growing and like burgeoning um, community that it was dreamed of for decades. But it's it it's doing okay with without without this stadium and all the. All the development. I mean, drive through my neighborhood next time, Danny, that you come over and we, we take bong hits. Uh, but drive through my neighborhood. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yeah, drive through the neighborhood. And ignore Aunt Heron. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it would come be a lot. Come snub Anthony Heron with me. A lot more often you guys would be together because we were supposed to have some more songs from the football season, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to those? Yeah, no, yeah. it's true. Those usually go with the bong hits. How many lunches are we at? <laughs> rhymes with Caleb there. It's going to be a tough one. That is going to be tough. It really is. Oh, that's a great Yeah, that's a good point. point. That's a good point. Good thing you hey, punted on the song. On behalf of everyone, don't do it, please. <laughs> oh, now, No more now, albums about the quarterback, please. <laughs> do it about literally anything else. Okay. You know what? If they get a number two wide receiver or like a, a young number one, the Roma Dunze album. You know? That would be good. You could just write a coming-of-age album for yourself. I think we would like that. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. I would like to hear your stories. Uh, okay. Interesting. Now you've got a project. Yeah, I do. That I'll just send to Shane privately. <laughs> <laughs> An audience of one. You're going to Shane for years. <laughs> An audience of one. Yeah, this is, uh, this is uh, not, a, not a good look. Hey, can we have a billion dollars? No. No, you can't. <laughs> Hey, uh, our stadium—it's still functional, but we'd like a new one. And no. the, yeah, no. And the Cubs were like, 
we want to improve uh, our, our stadium. It's it's a jewel and a, and a landmark. And they're like, no. And now the no. White Sox are asking, yeah. Oh, oh hey, I'll, let me play this game. Yeah. Uh, hey, um, <laughs> we bought 320 acres of land already. <laughs> but we'd like to pay less property taxes by percentage than everybody else who lives here. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Hey, we want to build in the South Lot. We know we're, um, it's it's not really the Lucas Museum. It's not the it's not that, but hey, can we do it, Friends of the Parks? No. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Oof. All right. Bears, yeah. Bears in Arlington Heights. Uh, the White Bear- Sox uh, go wherever the hell the new one or, uh, owner wants to put them. Honestly, though, that, that will be the most relatable that any of these billionaires ever get to being like us when the McCaskey family has to pay higher property taxes than they think they deserve. That will be the single most relatable thing that the billionaire class ever has, bitching about property taxes. If the White Sox <laughs> pulled uh, the move that Dustin wants the Bears to do and put a stadium on Lake Michigan, it would for sure sink in the first week, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> for sure, like during a game. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a, a greater a tragedy than the, the Titanic. And I know there's going to be people, environmentalists, that are not going to want to hear this, but could you build a stadium that was in the water. And what I mean is, is that that is you could you could extend you could build something that was air quotes floating on the water. Um, air quotes floating air on quotes. the so he doesn't actually mean it. I'm glad that he preemptively tried to fight off the environmentalists. Wow, that was great. What a moment. Forget forget the fact that it's defying logic of all kinds. It's the environmentalists he's that's concerned the, that's the about. the only problem. I don't want to hear from PETA, but I want to put this stadium on the wall. The environmentalists are great arguers, <laughs> so I better say this preemptively on the front end of my take. Wow, that was great. It was so good. What a moment. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, apparently, a Bob went national. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I was listening to those two gizmos giving you a hard time. And- Are we talking Parkinson Spiegel? You got My it. guys? Yeah. Afternoons on the score. Hello. What is your name? Bob. Get the hell away. Haven't heard this yet. Looking forward to it. Whenever a Bob goes national, this time with our friend Bart Winkler on CBS Sports Radio. This is, by the way... A Wisconsin Bob. Oh, a Wisconsin Bob goes national. Spicy. Let's hear it. Bob is in Wisconsin. What's up, Bob? Hey there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't think that the Packers. I am a Packer fan, but they're not going to make it this year. Maybe next year. Okay. But you know, the Bears. Really? <laughs> There's only one thing that. Everybody knows that, you know, the Bears can have the best thing that they have, and they throw it away. The Bears still suck. I mean, it's what it is. The Packers will be there in a couple years, but all we need is get rid of some cap, and we'll get there. Thanks. What do you think? Hey, Bob, what do you think as a Packer fan? What do you think about the uh, the team over Lake Michigan, the Lions? The Lions are really a great team right now. I wish they would have. Oh, God, they were so close. They've been. Yeah, they're, uh, they're so close. Oh, my God. They got to get there. Yeah. 
Uh, they do. Um, <laughs> that was tough that they didn't. Bob, thanks for the call. That was delightful. Uh, you know, it's delightful, except for the fact that he's right about the Bears still suck, and he's a freaking Packer fan, and he gets to live that arrogance his entire freaking life. How old is he? 75? He probably can't. He, he can barely remember a time when the Bears were better with consistency. Ah. 75? He sounded like he was dying at the end of the call. <laughs> people, died, people died. People died. Been, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're so close. They got to get there. We have two texts from two different people. Is ah. that is that Mike from Milwaukee's brother? Hey, that's Mike from Milwaukee's cousin. It really is. <laughs> it really is. I thought it was his uncle, personally. Ah. <laughs> that's just... He Bob is in Wisconsin. What's up, Bob? Hey there. Hey there. Hey there. Hey there. Who's talking to me? Bob. Teddy. Yeah, they're. Uh... <laughs> we'll talk to. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk to Bob. Teddy was on the board for Mike from Milwaukee. Yeah, now he knows. He's, now he's on the board for Bob from Wisconsin and Bob from Niles. That's <laughs> quite a quite a life. Yeah. <laughs> what a legacy! You really have. Congratulations on that. Bob is on the line. A memoir. <laughs> Are you crazy? I can't understand you. <laughs> really good oh god i'm glad that bart gets bobs he des- yeah he deserves bobs yeah absolutely Brah! and it's proof that I, no matter what the caliber of the call at the end you just have to say eh, thanks for the call <laughs> that, that's what it sounds like when barney burps on the simpsons isn't it it's just like Brah! yeah that's what bob was delivering all the duffs it's really good duff beer for you duff beer they've for been you. Yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> is that a good move? No. Oh my God! It's really good. Delightful. It's really good. Um, it's NBA All Star Weekend, one of my guilty sports pleasure weekends. Very yeah. excited about it. Have you mm-hmm. seen the video going around of Jamal Crawford working with Victor Wembanyama on the fake behind the back move? Uh, oh no, because I it's saw their. Ve- it's very cool. Their interaction that they had on TNT with your guy, with your guy, with Lefko. Lefko. Yeah, um, on the uh, Tuesday show. Yeah, yeah. like a, a, a few weeks back was just absolutely awesome because Wemby practices certain moves. He said he's been practicing that move. Yeah, and so Crawford is out in the court with him, helping him out understand like the the, the behind the back pullback. Man, so it's very cool. In that clip very from a cool. few weeks ago, Crawford said that he has moves that he's never actually done on an NBA court. He's got he's got moves that I feel like that's what wants, all the OGs have to say. I, yeah, but like I, oh, I, I I had more moves that I didn't even break out in my like twenty year career. If I remember correctly, he said he was going to teach Wemby one of them. Yeah, so maybe well, I think that's maybe that's what's, what's going on. Maybe here. that's what's happening. Yeah, uh, there's been a criticism of a quarterback the Bears could draft. I want to discuss it with you. Brad Biggs mentioned a very popular name in free agency and why he didn't think it was a good idea. Let's get, let's get some Bears things in here before the weekend. Parker, to speak on the score. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Oh. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.